eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome into the Gig'em 24-7 Sports Podcast. I am Andrew Hattersley. A victorious Monday for Texas A&M as they close out the season with a 38-23 win over number 5 LSU, spoiling their playoff hopes in the process. Brian, a uh, lot, lot more positive than we've, we've had in a while to be able to talk about on a Monday. Um, how's your weekend? Oh, it's good. You know, I had some uh, Thanksgiving time with family and got a chance to watch the A&M game. And I know... <laughs> Fans, it's, it, they may they may think it's a double-edged sword, you know, get the victory over a top five LSU team, but then maybe it causes Jimbo to to be like, oh, my offense works just fine. I will just, you know, alleviate some of the concerns there and say uh, we would still be very shocked if there was not a new play-calling offense coordinator coming in. So, no doubt, I think that I think that's that's one thing we've consistently heard is is there's certainly going to be changes, especially at the at the play calling front and did think it was interesting last week, Jimbo Fisher on his radio show did talk about for the first time, how the job has gotten a lot bigger now. And, and he, he wouldn't necessarily have a problem being a CEO and head coach uh, given everything that we've talked about with NIL now and the transfer portal and recruiting and social media, there's just so much going on, but you, you're right. This offense clicked at a at a level that we hadn't seen so far this year. They hadn't scored over thirty one points all season long. Hadn't scored over twenty one against or twenty eight against an FBS opponent, and it started with Devon Achain, who was just brilliant with a career high two hundred and twenty yards and two touchdowns on thirty eight carries. Didn't even practice until Wednesday, and after he had missed the past two games. Um, just remarkable what he was 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 able to come back and do, and and a credit to the type of kid you and I both know that he is to to come back in a game that was that didn't that didn't have any bowl implications on the line or anything like that, and and to have thirty eight carries was was tremendous. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, 
There's a there's a chance he definitely declares uh, for the NFL since he's eligible. I don't think it's necessarily a done deal. They'll get the uh, you know they'll get the grades and things like that from the NFL soon. But you know if that was his last game, what a last game to have! You know a, a career high, 215 yards rushing and doing so on a you know on a bum leg that I mean he was in a walking boot until not too long ago. So yeah, there was no personal reason for him needing to come back uh, to do that. But I mean, if he would have been in a game against Auburn two weeks ago, I mean, it's likely an A&M win. And, you know, while, while Wickman played well and uh, Moose Muhammad had some great catches, I mean, this was this uh, game against LSU was all uh, HN as well. I mean, without without that 215 yards, you know, Amari Daniels had a couple flashes, but yeah, without HN, they don't pull that, that upset. So yeah, that was huge to get him to come back and just to do so selflessly. No doubt. And he did kind of talk about the future and, and said he'll sit down with his family and Jimbo Fisher and, and said it would it would be kind of a tough decision in terms of how much he loves the 12th man and how much he's loved playing at A&M. So he's going to be one guy that that um, fans will obviously be watching. There's a couple of guys with decisions to make. Antonio Johnson's another one that um, fans will certainly be watching. But I think – the thing, the thing with A Chain and 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 the biggest difference for me in this game, Anum was able to stay in in kind of those manageable third and twos, third and threes, third and fours, most of the game, and it kept it kept Connor Wigman from having to do too much. He managed yeah. the game really, really well. Uh, you know, you talk about Wigman. How about a how about him coming in at, down the stretch here? No interceptions to close out the season. For a freshman to do that is 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 extremely impressive. No, for sure. I mean, he did have the one against was it Auburn that uh, Auburn that was a close. It ended up being yeah called back. <laughs> it was sort of thrown right to the guy, but yeah, I mean that's I mean A and M in general threw a whole bunch of interceptions this year. Yeah, um, and just uh, yeah, Wigman coming in and not throwing any. I mean your quarterback's going to throw some, I mean, you, you want them taking some risks and I think he did that, but, uh, but they're going to throw some, but yeah, it just showed, you know, sort of his awareness and everything. And then you talked about the and I'm not being behind the chains. I mean, they converted 10 first downs. I haven't looked, but that's mm-hmm. gotta, I mean, 10 third downs, that's gotta be a, a team high for this year's 10 out of 15. You know, when they came out from the second half and, they threw on the first play and then, you know, ended up going three and out. I was like, oh, no, here we go again. You know, not this. And then that that big fumble recovery just, you know, switched the momentum. And they actually gave the ball to A.J. again. I was afraid he wasn't going to get the ball the whole second half. I was watching with somebody uh, who has has watched a good amount of A&M this year and, and said, you know, it seems like one team made halftime adjustments and the other didn't. And I was thinking about it. We've seen we've seen this story yes. many times so far. Quite, quite often. I don't know <laughs> why often. he just Jimbo wants to abandon the run like when it's working, yeah. and you know, and he didn't. I mean, H- that's got to be a career high in carries. I'm assuming too. What was it's it? a career high in carries and yeah. yards. I mean, yep. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine he's had anywhere close to that before. So, I mean, Jimbo. Hanum needs more depth at running back. And then, of course, they lose L.J. Johnson, but I mean, right. which was expected. But, um, but yeah, just, I mean, that, that Jimbo will keep running it, you know, did at least show, you know, somewhat of a sign of adapting. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know why they just abandoned the run in the second half, but they always yeah. seem to. They always seem to, and they seem to kind of want to turn it into this explosive game and, and you know, lose 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 an idea of what, what was already working. I know the – the idea is to be able to go off play action and 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 work some of those things, but 
your your biggest weapon is still Devon Achain and and they they rode him all the way to a win and you know it does it does it does help to end the in the year on a high note and I think you know when you're trying to make sure that you can keep this roster intact heading into next year I know there's there's already been some some positive tweet there have been some guys that enter the portal like like you mentioned Ish Harris and LJ Johnson and Elijah Judy and Donald Harris which, are a which, few, no, yeah, which none are not of them surprising. so far have been unexpected, which is yeah. a good thing. A&M still has not lost a player that it wants to keep. It, they will. We're, I mean, I'm not trying they to will. just – I mean, this, especially with all the freshmen, the good plus. But, you know, it's in portal history. They haven't lost a, a player they've tried to keep, and that's still the case going on. You know, it's about playing time for the, the four guys that have been out so far. No doubt. And, you know, Walter Nolan's a guy that, that shared on social media this weekend that he – he was excited about you know where this team was heading and locked in and and ready to kind of get back for next year. That would certainly be good news. Um, keeping a guy like him and Evan Stewart, if you can keep Moose Muhammad, some of those guys, McKinley Jackson um, shared a message on social media that seemed to indicate he was coming back for another <laughs> I year. Mean, that was, we don't really know what yeah. it indicated, but he did type Y four <laughs> at the bottom, which y4. people took to be year four. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it was it, it was a little be, confusing there. It was a little bit confusing, kind of reading it. I was I was looking for the I will be returning in yeah. as a senior, and there was nothing in there on on that. You kind of had to read read between the tea leaves a little bit, but the indications at least that that folks seem to be taking from him are, are that he'll be back. For another year, which would be big. When he was healthy this year, he made a big difference in the middle of the run game and and did battle an, an elbow injury and and gutted that out. But you know, to to have him back would would certainly be a a big factor. And and Jimbo Fisher said the next step now is is kind of the turning their attention towards the recruiting trail. After a quick break, we'll we'll look at that with the signing early signing period less than a month away. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back into the Gig'em 24-7 Sports Podcast. I'm Andrew Hattersley, joined by Brian Peroni. Brian, the, now the attention starts to turn towards the early signing period coming up on December 21st, uh, about three weeks away now, and uh just over there and and it's going to be it's going to be kind of a sprint to the finish for AM. a little unique this year there's a dead period in place until thursday i believe before the staff can really begin hitting the road and and we'll be out to see just about all their commits and and remaining targets um and i think this win does give them at least a little bit of momentum to be able to kind of sell, okay, this is the vision. It's, it's at least with the commits on on my end, I feel like gives them be able to sell, okay, this is when everything's together, 
this is what we can be and this is what we envision being um and and from there that's that's pretty much all they they're obviously don't have a ton of momentum coming off a five and seven season but it at least it does give them something positive to to take out on the recruiting trail no for sure and i mean it recruits don't pay a ton of attention to the current season but i mean a&m's obviously you notice a&m just they weren't good this year i mean uh, you know yeah. a lot of close losses but still losses i mean not uh you know, one, two SEC games. I saw somebody on Twitter said uh, Florida State won as many SEC games as A&M <laughs> did because they beat LSU in Florida. They beat LSU, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, just not winning the SEC games. But really, I mean, with the current team, we talked about this, uh, you know, it gives that, that win, gives A&M some momentum and says, hey, look at the future. Because, I mean, you had, you know, Moose Muhammad should be back, but, you know, freshmen like, uh, you know, Connor Wigman and, Evan Stewart and, you know, a bunch of these freshmen contributing. And so you're seeing, okay, the future does look sort of bright, you know, they're starting to, to really, you know, come close to reaching their potential. So I think recruits liked uh, seeing that as well, you know, just saying, Hey, you know, even in a loss, you know, with the lost season, that last game looked good. And I mean, a will probably be ranked pretty high next year just because of that game and, and the amount of players that will be returning. So, yeah, recruiting is going to be tough. I mean, there's 11, only 11 commitments, which is, is not many at all. Uh, yeah. They're going to hit the transfer portal really hard. That opens a week from today, uh, next Monday. They're going to hit the transfer portal really hard. Um, and then I think you'll see AM sign some guys in February again that, that go unsigned. But, but, yeah, it is going to be, you know, with like the Tony Mitchells and the Marcel Reeds trying to end – you know, they made, you know, obviously still trying to get Peyton Bowen. That's a long shot. But, you know, really trying to flip guys before that early signing period. You're going to see uh, Jim out, out and about a lot of places. No doubt. Yeah, Marcel Reed's a guy that, w- that was in town this this past weekend, committed to Ole Miss. Um, interesting having him on campus three weeks before the early signing period. I think A&M put their good foot forward, checking with people around him. Uh, you know, he they talked about having a good good relationship with the staff, some of those good conversations. That does not mean he's necessarily going to flip, but it means AM did to certainly put their best foot forward and and a win over LSU certainly helps, you know, Ole Miss uh keep being able to keep Lane Kiffin obviously helps in their direction. And that that could have been part of the trip was the uncertainty around oh, for sure. Lane Kiffin that land that lasted late into the week. But you know, I'm sure AM will try to get in get into an in home with him and 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 see if they can they can kind of build off this momentum. But you know, there is a lot of confidence on the Ole Miss side. Uh, sorry for the guest star. Yeah, sorry for the sorry for the guest star. We've got a we've got we've got a guest star that wants to yeah. we've got a guest star that wants to weigh in on on A and M recruiting yeah. as well. Uh, but that's. That's that's certainly one of the things I think they'll 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 try to get in with Marcel Reed. It's not a guarantee at all, um, but at least A and M was able to get the win and 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 see where it goes from there. But I'm with you. I think I think they'll certainly sign some guys in 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 February as well and and fill out this class. And you know, I know they don't have any skill players signed right now. You and I have both been around and seen this that with coaching changes and things like that, there's going to be opportunities that come up late where, where guys that weren't on the radar um, yeah. become available or, or reopen their recruitments. And so, uh, 
you know, there's still there's still a lot left to to be settled in this class. Yeah, with all the coaching changes and everything, the weekend, uh, really Sunday by itself, was already a crazy day with decommitments. And we'll see even more uh, going forward just when schools settle on a head coach and kids may not feel like it's a good uh, mix. Also, you talk, we, we talked about Marcel Reed looking, want to see what Lane Kiffin did. I know this isn't recruiting, but did you um, – am I the only one who thought that Lane Kiffin almost stayed at Ole Miss just to screw with the uh, with John Ossoff or wherever he is, the guy that said – yeah, you know, Kiffin's a done deal and all that. <laughs> I went, and, you know, Kiffin put the, you know, had the press but, release about him transferring and everything like that. I, that I was like, I think he stayed just despite that guy. <laughs> and and you know, I will give him props that he did, he did show up at the press conference on on uh, on Saturday, on Friday on Thursday night. It was Thursday after the game. Like, yeah. th- Thursday after the game, and and Lane Kiffin certainly had some had some things to say to him and. I did oh, like. He, yeah, his, he called him out to his he, face. That's like, I mean, he should have. I understand that, but still, that's that's rough, man. That takes some some guts to do that. I thought about injecting myself into it for a moment, just to if you saw his his report later on. Despite heavy interest shown to Auburn, yeah. and I was like, he's yeah, not he's making, the one. He's, my sources said it was likely. It's like you said, done deal, and it also said, said no said offer has been made. Nobody knew what that meant, but. Yeah, yeah that both sides were kind of denying it. It was, it was, it was an entertaining week to to follow along with, with that whole that whole situation and, and just the back and forth. I also loved uh, kudos to to uh, to Mississippi State for bringing out the printed response. Uh, yes, when they when they won, <laughs> that was just a, you know for for needing some excitement the final week of the year. That was that was entertaining to to kind of follow and and we've certainly kind of hit silly season now where you know coaching rumors and all those sorts of things are, are going to continue to to pop up um and, and we should see some coordinators going i know there was a there was a post on our board today about about steve adazio and and the broncos that that was kind of a joke coming off of um his time at colorado state so uh, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of things on social media. Not everything's true. Yeah. Um, well, we do we do expect A and M to make a number of changes on the coaching staff, though. That'll we probably do. happen in the next uh, the next couple of weeks. N- not the announcements of the new guys, but the announcements that you know some some coaches have decided or mutually agreed yeah. upon. Or A and M now, when they've been uh, firing like other sports coaches, they say. Oh, they've parted ways with parted ways. They've been fired, but you know, I think the offense will see almost a total overhaul. The defense uh, will see some movement as well. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to follow that uh, going forward and to see what recruits, you know, think about, you know, the new guys that come in, you know, do they have great relationships with the current coaches that it may affect them or, you know, are they open? Do they love the idea of possibly new direction? I mean, we're going to find all that out. No doubt, there'll be some guys that'll it'll have an effect on. You know, of course, one will be to watch is Chase Pesantis and and his he's obviously got a strong relationship with Steve Adazio. If they bring in a new offensive line coach, what impact will will that have? Especially so close to the early signing period. But to your point, new coaches also come with relationships as well. And are there kids that they have mm-hmm. relationships with that A uh, and M can maybe can maybe build off of, I do, I do think it is important to note too, looking back on, on closing out the season with a win, a guy I think it could have a, a positive impact with is Javon Thomas. 
because we yeah. talked about it. He was waiting weeks. to see that. We, we, we talked about it. He was waiting to see a couple weeks ago. He said, I just want to see A&M get over the hump. I just want to see them be able to put everything together and get over the hump. Now A&M was able to put it together in the final game of the season against a school that's that's recruited him pretty hard at times throughout the year um, and and obviously against a top five opponent. And and I expect that'll be a guy that A&M is out on the road and, and is among the early stops that they want to get out and see. Oh, yeah. TCU and Texas Tech are two schools that have, have pushed to try to get him in town. Texas is pushed as well. I don't know if they'll end up getting a visit or not, but – you know, I do think he'll take some visits in December, but A&M being able to to kind of build off this this win should certainly help. And you know, we'll we'll certainly be back next Monday to to break down where where coaches are heading and and some of these in home visits that'll that'll start to take place really soon. And, Just and really some transfer portal stuff with names officially trans- in there for the first time. Yep when we when we join you next Monday, um, that'll be the first day that that guys can enter into the portal and it's it's sure to be kind of a wild day talking to some people over the past couple of weeks you know i've mentioned i'm I'm interested to see how it goes and people have said me too we have no idea how this is how this is all going to go there's it's probably going to be kind of a crazy first couple of days with uh kind of a window of it's 45 days starting next monday so whenever you see guys now keep in mind whenever you see guys saying they're going to enter the portal they're tweeting their intention that they'll be able to join the portal yeah. uh, on December 5th. So before then guys won't be able to be contacted and all that. So uh, I do think that's an important thing to keep in mind, but be sure to stay locked in on Gigum 24 seven. We'll have all the latest on the transfer portal news, recruiting news. Um, sure to be a couple, a busy couple of weeks leading up to the early signing period and into February as well with national signing day. Uh, be sure to give us a like and share on, on YouTube. If you're watching on there, um, and a five-star review and, and subscribe if you listen to this on on the podcast version on spotify or apple itunes until then everybody enjoy enjoy your week and and we'll be back soon season of the original hit series mayor of kingstown my job is to create a balance avoid a war from executive producer taylor sheridan co-creator of yellowstone there's some new players in town and they brought the flag and antoine fuqua director of training day i know it's always been a war zone mike but this is next level the mayor is back in business are you warning me you're gonna find out mayor of kingstown new season streaming june 2nd exclusively on paramount plus